I do covet your prayers this morning. I want to preach today. This will be the last sermon in the uh, Back to Basics, Back to the Basics of Life sermon series. And I want to preach today about just taking a stand and talking about why we need to take a stand and who our stand is with and who our stand is against, reminding us that ultimately we're not fighting against people, but we fight against the devil and the devil and the evil forces that are in this world trying to destroy people. And so uh, the, the text today comes from Ephesians chapter six and it talks about putting on the full armor of God that we might be able to stand in the evil day. And I thought it was ironic as we worked youth camp the last two days, Friday and Saturday, the speaker spoke both sessions about Ephesians chapter six. So uh, he gave me some really good ideas, but I promise you, and you can ask Miss Amy in the back, I sent my sermon outline and slides earlier in the week, so I didn't copy his um, message, but I thought, wow, he's all over my sermon text and everything, and so I did steal a few of his ideas that we're going to talk about this morning, but I thought, you know, God knows what he's doing, doesn't he? And he's talking to us through his word. I want to read to you, I didn't tell them in the back I was going to do this, but let me read from the New King James Version here this morning, Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse 10, before we get into the message. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you might be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having gird your waist with truth and the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which one will be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. We may wonder sometimes in our personal lives, what's next? Have you ever felt that way? What is next? You know, the, the refrigerator goes out, the microwave blows up, the dishwasher's leaking, and we say, what's next? Anybody ever been there, done that? You know, if you have a house and it's about 15 years old, everything starts going kaput, right? And you start replacing everything, and you say, what is next? Sometimes in life, it's a little more serious than that, and you know, maybe there's a, a doctor's report that we get or maybe something's going on with one of our children's lives or something on the job place and we might say, what is next? I don't know about you, but I definitely have asked this question lately when I look at the world around us and I see the, the morals that are on a decline and I see what is happening and I, I watch the news and I read and I look and sometimes we just think, oh my goodness, what is next? I tell you what should be next for you and I, we must stand. We must stand. Regardless what comes against us in our personal lives, we must stand. I am determined to stand and live for Christ. How about you this morning? 
and life is not gonna always be easy. There are gonna be times when we struggle. There are gonna be times when things happen and we just don't understand. But I am determined, as the old timers used to sing, to hold on until the end. How about you this morning? I am determined to take my stand. I did not commit myself to Christ many years ago to know and sit on the sidelines or to, or to fall away or to backslide or to quit. I want to stand. Somebody say amen this morning. I want to stand. So I put a question in my notes. What should I do? What should I do? What should you do? The writer of Ephesians, Apostle Paul right here, tell, he tells us what to do. Put on all of this armor of God and then stand. Stand therefore. And I want to stand. In a world where there is a scheme, I put it this way on the first slide, the first or the scheme, the, the setting up, Ephesians 6, 10 through 11. I looked in another translation and I loved how it worded some of this. It said, finally, be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. Put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Now, the King James Version says the wiles of the devil. Well, we may not always know what, what was wiles mean. It means the schemes of the devil. Do you know that the devil is trying to set you up? He's trying to set me up. He is trying to set this world up. The very word devil and Satan and all of his names, if you research them out, a lot of the roots of those names is a deceiver. He is, he's deceiving this world. He is deceiving. And I look around me and you look around me and sometimes you, you hear philosophies and you, you see people take stands in this way or that way and you think, how can they believe that? How can they be so blind? It's because the devil is a deceiver. He is a deceiver. But you and I do not have to be, as Paul said, ignorant of his devices. Look at your neighbor and say, don't be ignorant. And then say, not that you would be. <laughs> we do not have to be ignorant of his devices. We have been given the word of God. And the more that I read the word of God, the more that I study the word of God, the more this world around me makes some sense. I see what is happening. Because the word of God shows me the past and the present and the future. And the word of God shows me that this world around us is on a trajectory towards destruction. This world around us is on a trajectory, on a path towards hell, really. If you, if you say literal hell on earth when the tribulation comes. And it's all being set up. The stage is being set for the Antichrist to step in and take control of this world. And that scheme is being worked in the media. That scheme is being worked in the government. And most people don't realize they're involved in the scheme because they've been blinded. You say, Pastor Brick, you're not very encouraging this morning when you're coming back from youth camp. Let me encourage this right here. Although the world is on a trajectory towards destruction, you and I are not part of this world. I am not part of this world. I am a pilgrim and a stranger who is walking through this weary land looking to my blessed hope that is beyond this life. I'm not part of this world. 
And when the stock market rises, when the stock market falls, when the governments rise, kings are placed and kings are taken down and this world is moving towards the end times. All of that, I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. And I'm waiting for the time when Jesus Christ comes in the clouds and the trump of God sounds and the dead in Christ rise and we shall be raptured out of this world. So let the devil set it all up. Let it all fall into place. It's already been prophesied. But before the end comes, God is going to sound a sound like we've never heard before. And his church will leave this world to be with Christ. So I'm not worried about the scheme. But also I see in this passage the struggle. There's a scheme and there's a struggle Ephesians 6, 12, we look at the next verse. For our struggle, or in King James it says, for I wrestle not against, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities and against the cosmic powers of this darkness, against evil and spiritual forces in the heavens. As we close out this series that we have been in, I wanna remind myself want to remind you with all love this morning that we want to take a stand in this evil day, but our struggle, our fight, our campaign is not against people. Can I say that again? It is not against people. It is against Satan himself and the rulers of darkness that, that rule through this world. Don't be distracted by the wrong battle. Don't be distracted by the wrong cause. Don't be distracted by fighting against people. Let's put on the full armor of God and fight the good fight of faith. You see, people in this world today, if I could use this analogy, in a lot of ways are being used like puppets. I don't know why I'm doing that for puppets. I guess you stand over the edge and you do the puppets, right? Or you put, in a, do the puppet, puppet show, hello there, hello there, you know, puppet. Ali and I went to a museum recently and they had a little setup, you know, and you get the puppet out and you put your hand in and do that and you control the puppets. And I believe in this world around us, we see that the evil forces of this world are using people, blinding people and using them like puppets. And I thought about that and I thought, I don't want to be a puppet for the devil. Excuse me. <coughs> I don't want to be a puppet for the enemy. I want to be powered by the Holy Spirit. How about you this morning? As many are who are led by the Holy Spirit, they are called children of God. I don't want the devil to be pulling my strings. But I want to be powered by the Holy Spirit. And when I am powered by the Holy Spirit, I can face the struggle that is in this world. Whether it be the world around me, whether it's personal struggles, the power of the Holy Spirit will help you. The power of the Holy Spirit will help me. And you say, well, pastor, what does that mean for me personally this morning in my struggle? It means hold on, take your stand. Help is here. God will help you through your struggle, whatever it might be. So we see the scheme in this passage. We see the, the struggle in this passage. But then finally, we come to a part where we see the stand, the stand. Ephesians 6, 13 says it this way. 
For this reason, take up the full armor of God, so that you may be able to resist in the evil day. And having prepared everything to take your stand, stand. Having prepared everything to take your stand, stand. Have you ever been unprepared? Doesn't feel good, does it? Does not feel good to be unprepared. If I were to come up here this morning and try to preach to you and and I was unprepared, it would be a bad thing. It would be a disastrous thing. And you know that because I need all the help that I can get, all the preparation I can get. I had a dream not too long ago. It was an odd dream, but I was in my office and I, I was looking out the window and cars were pulling in. It was getting ready to be time for church. And I looked around and I was in jeans and a shirt And I couldn't find my suit. And I I was unprepared. And then as part of that same dream, I couldn't find my sermon. I was flipping through everywhere and I couldn't find my sermon. I was unprepared. And I can't tell you how terrible that felt. Then I woke up. (laughs) But I felt that panic. Have you ever felt unprepared? But I wanna tell us this morning, the stakes are too high for us not to be prepared when it comes to our walk with God, amen? Day by day, hour by hour, moment by moment, take your stand, be prepared. If I fall down in two hours, I need to go ahead and get back up in his grace and keep moving in two hours, amen? If I start drifting a little bit this evening, I need to get myself back over and keep going. Stay prepared. One place it says stay instant in season and out of season. Take our stand. Be ready. The stakes are too high. The end is too close. There are too many people who are counting on us, too many family members who are counting on us. This church that is counting on us, let's take our stand day by day, moment by moment, second by second. I put here in my notes that we need to be like Daniel. And this is a good little segue to the next sermon series. What did they do? They used to have the little spinoffs like uh, Happy Days and then somebody else got their own show and they little spin off or Andy Griffith and then they spin off and had Mayberry RFD and the little spin off. So next sermon series, we're gonna spin off here and we're gonna start talking about Daniel and go through the book of Daniel, past, present, future. I've been reading and studying and it's just been rocking my world. So if you wanna get ahead and be an overachiever, which I know you are, start reading the book of Daniel. But we need to be like Daniel. Daniel was a man who was taken from his homeland, taken to Babylon in captivity. Some awful things happened to him, but yet he took his stand and he did everything with excellence. And even in the midst of all of the ungodliness and all the corruption, he took a stand and God elevated him. And let me preach here to us this morning. We need Daniels more than ever in the workplace. We need Daniels more than ever in our public schools. Somebody ought to say a a big amen right there. We need Daniels in the marketplace. We need Daniels in our government. We need Daniels who get out in this world and say, I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. I'm here to do a good job. No, I'm here to do a great job to represent Jesus Christ and to take my stand. 
Now is not our time to go into the mountains and hide ourselves away. We need to get out and engage the culture around us and be a Daniel. Work with excellence and with conviction, knowing that God is with us. Take our stand. So in closing this morning, I ask you this. How do you want to be remembered? You ever thought about that? How do you want to be remembered let me ask myself that question. How do I want to be remembered? Do I want to be remembered as someone who was courageous or a coward? Do I want to be remembered as someone who took a stand in these days that we're living in or someone who just set it out on the sideline? As a pastor, do I want to be remembered as, as one who just kind of eased everybody's ears and made everybody feel good and, and just kind of went through the motions? Or do I want to be remembered as someone who took a stand during these evil times and said the word of God will change your life and doesn't change? How do I want to be remembered? How do you want to be remembered? The gentleman at youth camp the last couple of days used a little example and I'm going to use it a little bit differently than he did but he brought out a piece of money now pretend with me that this is a hundred dollar bill I you know I didn't have a hundred dollar bill in my wallet I had a few ones <laughs> when I go to Walmart in a few minutes uh, I'll just say hey can we pretend this is a hundred I, I don't know if that'll work for me but I, I could <laughs> I could give it a try but if you take this $1 bill, if I were to take this $1 bill, it's valued at what? $1. And it is what it is. If I put this in a freezer and freeze it, I've heard of people doing things like that or freezing credit cards so they wouldn't use them or, or whatever. If I put this in a freezer and freeze it, how much is it still worth? What is it? It's still a dollar bill. It's still worth a dollar. If I put it out on the sand of the beach and the hot sun's beating down on it, it's still worth a dollar, it's still a dollar. If I crumble it up, external pressures and do that, it's still a dollar. It's still a dollar, right? And you and I are like this dollar bill. We are God's children. We're valuable, much more valuable than this, especially with the cost of inflation lately, right? We are much more valuable than this. And no matter what happens in this life, no matter what happens around us, no matter what decisions are made in our government, no matter what happens in our world, we are Christians and we are not gonna change. We're gonna take our stand. No matter what happens in my personal life, if the going gets tough and I feel crumbled up, I'm still a Christian. If my body attacks itself with this thing called cancer and I say, oh, I just don't know if I can get well, but I do know this, I'm still a Christian. Somebody ought to say, hey, man, this I'm a Christian. Yes, give the Lord praise this morning. I am a Christian. If things go well, I'm a Christian. If things don't go well, what? I'm a Christian. I will take my stand. I'm gonna take my stand and I hope others are gonna remember me as being a Christian. Would you stand with me this morning? You see, let me say it a little bit differently as they come to sing for us. The circumstances around us doesn't change who we are. We're Christians. 
The circumstances around us don't change or do not change whose we are, whose we belong to. The circumstances around us do not change his plan for our lives. And the circumstances around us do not change our eternal destiny. I want to put on the full armor of God and I want to stand. And then having done all to stand, I want to continue to stand. Amen. Would you pray with me this morning? God, would you just speak to us this morning? Give us courage in our hearts and lives. Give us conviction. Give us passion about our walk for you. Give us excitement about our walk for you, Lord, our relationship with you. And let us make up our mind, God, that we are going to stand. And then having done all to stand, we're just going to continue to stand. If things get better, we're going to stand. If things get worse, we're going to stand. We're going to be faithful to you. And Lord, don't let us be pulled in by the schemes of the enemy. Don't let us be pulled down by the struggles of this life. But help us to take our stand. In Jesus' name. This altar is open this morning. If you want to pray or need prayer, let's pray and worship as they sing today.